On today's episode of the Tweet Show Podcast, we got some interesting topics and we got some things to talk about. We got NBA news and some big NBA news, and I'm sure you guys just want me to talk some football, which is fine. We can just talk football for the whole episode. We got to address the NBA news. We have to address Damian Lillard and what happened yesterday. And then we've got some more news on the whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey saga, but I'm sure which is getting a bit overplayed, which I understand, but there is bit some more news and we'll just talk about it briefly. I'm not going to go crazy on it like I sort of did in the last episode, but you know, it, it's sort of a big story. I mean, she is the biggest pop star in the world and she is potentially dating Travis Kelsey and all that. So like I said, we're not going to go too much into depth and we're also going to preview week four of the NFL season. I'm very excited about week four. I think there's some pretty exciting matchups for sure. So like I said, with that all being said, let's get started with today's episode. All righty, so let's recap Thursday night here as the Detroit Lions win 34 to 20 and dominating. I mean, just from from basically about start to finish, Detroit Lions dominated that game. I mean, it was it got a little bit close, a little bit of Closer than we thought, but then the Detroit put it away late in the fourth and said, not today, Packers, not today. I mean, Jared Goff played great. He obviously had the one bad turnover, literally like the first play of the game. It's like, oh, shit, here we go. The Lions are going to Lions, but nope, nope, not what was going to happen. Not these, these Lions are different. These Lions are different from the old Lions. These aren't the same old Lions I grew up watching. These are different Lions. These are different. These Lions are different. Matt, Dan, I about said Matt Campbell. Dan Campbell's got these boys playing at a high level. These Lions are better than the old Lions the last time they made the playoffs. I'm telling you, Jared Goff, David Montgomery, and the boys, and Monsate Brown, all them boys, all of them, they're playing some good football. The Lions... Lions playing good. Oh man, I'm just I'm excited about the Lions. The Lions, man. And plus, you got Jared Goff, who was uh eight nineteen of twenty-eight touchdown obviously the pick. Then you got David Montgomery, what thirty-two carries, 121 yards, and three touchdowns. Three. What was the stat I saw? Hold on, give me a second. About David Montgomery, give me a second, hold on. One second. Holding. One second, please. Where's the stat? Come on. Nope. Okay. Uh. All right. Forget it. It was something. In the fact where David Montgomery was like the first uh, Detroit Lions player since two thousand to have a rushing touchdown in his first three games. So congratulations, David. Um, as f- I mean, the, also you got to think about the Detroit Lions defense actually like looks pretty good. Like the, like, you know, the rush, they didn't even have to like bring like five or six people, you know, had to bring like five people. They just brought it like three or four and they just got to Jordan Love really good. I mean, Jordan Love probably got sacked like five times, I think. It was crazy. Hold on. Let me look. How many times did Jordan Love get sacked? 
Jordan Love got sacked five times, five times. So, I mean, Detroit Lions defense is here. They're, I think they're pretty legit. I like them a lot. Now, they're not like the Niners or the or um, you know the Cowboys defense or something like that, but they're pretty solid. They're pretty good. I like them a lot. You know, they got some talent for sure. Aiden Hutchinson, dog. Um, Brand, that branch guy, dog. You know, he hurt himself, and then he came back in, and then he sort of injured himself again, but I'm sure he'll be back out next week because he's a dog. He's a freaking dog. I mean, they got um, they got some dogs, I'm telling you, man. They got Jack Campbell. They got Tracy Walker. Uh, You know, they got some dogs, you know? Dogs. Bunch of them. Um, as for the Packers... They stink. They're bad. They're no good. They're terrible. Now, granted, am I saying all this because I hate the Packers? Absolutely. I'm being completely biased. So I can say whatever I want about them. So being put my biases to the side for a moment, Jordan Love didn't have his best game. So we should put our expectations just a little bit lower for Jordan Love. It's like, well, Jordan Love didn't have his best game. He threw like, what, two picks? Two picks, right? Let's look up Jordan Love's stats here. Jordan Love was 23 of 36, one touchdown. So he did throw a touchdown, and he did a rush for a touchdown. But he also did throw two picks. So not great stats. Not good, not good, not good. Uh, they didn't. The Packers didn't really run the ball all that great. They, were, they had like a total of 12 carries for 27 yards. So you don't like to see that if you're like a Packers fan. You're like, why aren't we running the ball? Now, granted, they got sort of in a deep hole because their defense is... You know what's crazy about the Packers' defense? Every year, they go in the draft, they draft all these defensive players, and they're, like, they're just assuming that the offense will just be the offense. And their defense never changes. Their defense still isn't all that great. <laughs> it's like, what, when are they going to learn? It's maybe not the defensive players. It's the defensive coordinator. It could be a little bit of both. Like, it... The Packers defense hasn't changed since since the day of, since the days I've watched the Green Bay Packers. It's 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 never gonna change. Like I just don't think the Packers defense isn't all that great. They have their flaws. Clay Walker's an idiot. Shout out Clay Walker for being another doofus. Uh for jumping over the field goal team's line. You can't do that, doofus. What a doofus. He's a doofus. All right, and then you got, like, Romeo Dobbs with nine catches, though, so the, at least he was being productive. Also, shout out Christian Watson for being productive again, as usual. <laughs> he, got a, he had two catches and one touchdown. That's usually his stat lines. He usually will go, like, three catches and then on a touchdown. It's like, dude, who is this guy? I mean, what are we doing? Now, granted, it was his first game back, but usually that's always his stat line. He always has, like, five catches at minimum, and then somehow he'll catch either, like, a long ball for a touchdown or he'll catch that ball like he did last night, running, like, a little quick out or arrow around, just wide open the end zone. So, I mean, he I don't think he's even that good, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, like I said... Not it was not a good day if you're a Packers fan for sure. So you're if you're a Packers fan, you're starting to have a little hesitation. It's like, well, I thought we were okay because we had that, you know, seventeen point comeback against the Saints, and then uh, 
we realize when we're playing good teams, we're going to get our butts kicked. So let's see. So the Packers are two and two now, and the Lions are three and one. Obviously, the two losses for the Packers have been to the Falcons and Lions. And the only loss for Detroit was to Seattle, which Seattle is a pretty solid team. So let's see. Let's look at Detroit's schedule here real quick, their next three games. So the next three games are Carolina, the Bucks, and the Ravens. So that should be three easy, winnable games for sure. Then you've got, for the Packers side of things, you got the Raiders, Broncos, and Vikings, all three teams that are horrible. So if they even lose one of these games, it's like, what are we doing, Packers? What are we doing? And I hope they lose every single one of them. But if I'm being realistic, they should be able to win, like, all those games. They should be able to be at, what, so they're 2-2 two and two right now. Plus, you know, that'll make it 5. So they should be able at 2, they should be at 2-5, and five, right? Yeah, 2-5 and five at minimum. So, yeah. But if they lose one of these games, which I can see them losing to... Probably the Vikings, just because that's typical uh, Vikings to win that game. Plus, it's not a primetime game. Let's see, because like the Raiders game is a Monday night, and it's at Raiders. So, um, okay. Well, okay, so the next, so two out of the three are on the road, and the, the Vikings game's at home. So, I okay. But they should be able to beat the Broncos, because the Broncos aren't that great. So, yeah. Um, anything else from this game that notice from, I mean, like I said, the, the lines are just, I think the, the lines are legit now. I think the, the lines are for real. They are le- legit contenders in the NFC. Like everybody in the NFC has been put on notice officially on notice. It's like, yep, the lines are here. They are for real. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the Packers can still sort of sneak in. They're not going to be like, uh. 13 win team like they usually happen with Aaron Rodgers and them. I think they'll probably still, I think, well, I'm sure a lot of analysts or, you know, people thought they could probably win like nine games, which I still kind of see them at being right now is roughly nine games, I think minimum. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how the season goes on with the Packers. Cause like if they sort of keep playing like this, then they're not going to win many games. So yeah. All right, so I'm going to kick it back to myself to, to get on to, um, you know, move on with the rest of the show that was planned out. So like I, uh, like I said in the intro, I don't even remember what I said in the intro because I'm recording this literally today in the morning, recapping it because I just was uh, tired last night and I was like, I'll just record in the morning and then put this out in the afternoon, which I'm going to do. So uh, we're going to talk... Uh, week four previews, Damian Lillard getting traded, and uh, there was something, oh, some baseball too, because I thought of it last second. So uh, let's kick it back to myself from yesterday to talk about the rest of the sh- about the rest of the things we're going to talk about on this episode. I also forgot to mention the intro just now that we we might we might just talk some baseball because there's about five games left in the regular season and postseason about to start so that's exciting as you can see oh well i depending on if you're watching this on youtube which i'm gonna get i'm getting i'm getting better about posting videos on youtube and all that so if 
if you're watching either clips or watching this on YouTube, but I'm going to describe what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my big red machine, AKA the Cincinnati Reds. And it doesn't really look like they're going to make the playoffs, which is very sad because they had a promising start and had some bumps, but I thought they could sneak in and all that, but it doesn't really look like they're going to. So let me just pull up the standings here real quick. So as of right now, your Baltimore Orioles, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Minnesota Twins, the Texas Rangers. Oh, I guess they haven't clinched. Nobody's clinched in that division yet. Uh, you got the Atlanta Braves, Philly, Brewers, LA, and a couple other the, that that have all clinched a playoff berth. But you got a couple other teams in the mix in the NL that are like trying to get that last spot. But I don't think the Padres will. And may, maybe Arizona could. I don't know. I'd have to look at Let me look at the wild card stands here. Wild card. So as of right now, Philly's clinched the first one, the, the, uh, the first wild card spot. See, I always get confused on the playoff one because I think there are seven teams I get in. So, you know, you get the four divisional winners. So it would be three, right? Hold on, let me look at the MLB playoff standings. I always get confused on MLB playoff pictures. Hold on. Format. All right, so, oh, six from each league. Okay, so that makes sense. So two two wild card teams. Okay, that makes sense. Got it. I thought there were seven for some reason. All right, so we got one in, so that's so that's five. So currently right now, the, the Diamondbacks have currently have the sixth seed, but you also have the Marlins the Cubs, the Reds, and the Padres all still trying to get that final spot, which, again, I think it's going to be pretty tough to catch up with the Reds. Like, all the other teams behind them are going to need some help from the Diamondbacks and all that. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that all plays out. I'm definitely going to have my friend Ben on to have the talk some baseball playoffs and stuff like that because I think he would definitely cut get you know, catches up to speed on what's happened so far with the season. It would definitely help me to understand what's going on. Like, what do I need to know heading into this postseason? Like, I feel like I've known a pretty good idea what's going on. So, so Ben will, I think I'll reach out to Ben here in a little bit or within the next couple days. Be like, hey, you want to come back on the pod and talk some MLB playoffs so we can talk with Ben on that. Um, otherwise, like I said, I think then you got in the AL, you got some very, this is going to be a tight race for that final spot as well as you got the Blue Jays, the Astros and the Marlins, Seattle Marliners, Marliners. Yeah. Marliners. I don't know why I keep seeing that other one trying to also get that final wild card spot. I think I would like to see Seattle get that final spot, but I'm not going to be too mad if. Uh, Toronto gets it either, but I think Seattle would be a lot funner team to see them in. And plus, I mean, there's a lot of good teams. They're like these these three teams that are trying to fight for that final wild card spot. I think they're all great teams. So, like I said, I'm not going to be butthurt if none of them get in. So, all right, uh, let's see. As for that, because I think the first, because like. It's either October 1st or October 2nd the playoffs start. I think it's October 1st because, obviously, that's when playoffs start. There's your baseball talk. All right. Um, then you've got, some obviously, some NBA news. With Damian Lillard is now 
heading to the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, when I first, I, I got into like a uh, notification from like an account saying that Damian Lillard Milwaukee. I was like, wait, what do you mean? What does he do in Milwaukee? I thought that was kind of weird. So I clicked on the tweet and then I went to like Woj's account to see what the heck was going on. And then I saw the, the tweet saying Damian Lillard has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. I said, huh? I said, what? He got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks? Holy shit. That's crazy. He got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, no one expected the Milwaukee Bucks to make this type of move. Like, I didn't. That's for sure. I mean, who... Like, you have to think, like, when was the last time you were, like, completely shocked by this type of move that you're like, holy shit. Like, because, like, all summer it was... If you were following along with the Damian Lillard saga, which, you know, there wasn't really much to say besides that he wanted to go to Miami, which obviously wasn't isn't the case anymore. And I guess either Miami did not give Portland an offer they didn't like, or Portland was just like, we're not going to trade you to Miami, dude. We're going to trade you somewhere else. Whatever offer we get, we're going to trade you to them, which obviously ended up being the Milwaukee Bucks. And now, now that he is a Milwaukee Buck, big expectations. Big. We're talking they have to win the championship within the next two years. It's either championship or bust, either this year or next year. I mean, they got to like went back to back. I mean, the Bucks said we're going all in. We're all in on Damian Lillard and Giannis competing for championships because we're going to have Giannis. If Giannis is the best player, if we think that Giannis is the best player in the league, which I think he is, I think he – He's top three. You can decide whatever order that is. If you think he's that type of player and you want to go get another player like Damian Lillard, who isn't available in trades that very often, you go get him. You go get him. And you know what's funny too? The you know when the trade happened, then they started some like uh, person tweeted out saying that like because Drew Holiday was also in the uh, trade, so. And then DeAndre Hayden is being shipped. It was a three-team deal. So DeAndre Hayden is getting shipped from Phoenix to go to Portland. And the Portland center, uh, something, Jokic, or no, not Jokic, but uh, I can't think of his name, but he's going to the Suns now. The Suns have a little bit of depth now, even though that's sort of what we were all sort of saying when they got Bradley Beal. It's like they don't have any depth. Now they got some depth, so it's nice to see that. But otherwise – you know, the whole storage is Damian Lillard. It's a buck. But obviously, on the Portland side of things, they're obviously trying to go in this new direction with Scoot Anderson and now DeAndre Aiden and some young guys are just trying to go young as uh, youth. So we'll see what Portland does. I'm sure they're not going to be good or anything. But, you know, I think they have a better idea of what their, or what their directions are sort of tor- or heading towards to if they were – had it they'd had Damian Lillard because Damian Lillard was like hey if I want to be here but you have to bring in talent you have to bring in more veteran guys we can't just keep bringing in young guys that won't help me win because I want to win and they were sort of always on the fringe of uh, trying to get people and bring people in and stuff like that so it was just one of those things so so yeah but like I was saying with the just like I was saying with the Bucks just a minute ago it's they have to win it's a championship or bust. Like this is the closest thing I think we're going to get to a modern Shaq and Kobe type of duo. 
it's Giannis is not Shaq, but he's the closest thing with our Martin game that we're going to get to a close, closest type of thing with Kobe and Shaq, I think. And just maybe a hot take. I don't know. I, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. I know nobody can be Kobe and Shaq. I understand that. But it's the closest thing I think we'll get with that type of, with those two types of players. Because, you know, Damon Lillard can pull up from anywhere on the court. You know, he can he can score 30 and 40 points. Giannis can get you 30 and 20 boards. So those are the, I mean, I'm very excited to see what the Bucks do this season. I think they're definitely, you know, obviously they're going to be some, some ebbs and flows. There might be some highs, a little bit of lows. There might be some injuries, and we don't want injuries, but, you know, it's NBA is a long season, 82 games. So you got to keep your fingers crossed. If this team stays healthy, they're definitely, I think they're the team to beat in the East for sure. Out the West, I don't know. There's some more expectations with the, you got some really interesting teams out West, like the Suns, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Denver Nuggets, obviously the defending champions. They're the defending champions and hardly anybody's like thinking about them. Even with the, you know, even the best player in the world and Jokic and so I'm, you know what? I would be super excited to see a Bucks versus Nuggets finals because that would be awesome. Seeing Giannis going up against Jokic in the NBA finals, man, that would be awesome. And then seeing Damian Lillard to play on that type of stage too, again, that would be awesome because we have all. If you watch the NBA, if you love the NBA and stuff like that, you would love to see Damian Lillard have an opportunity to win a championship, play on that stage, and see what he's made of, stuff like that. So you you love to see it. So I guess we got to talk a little about the Miami Heat side. So uh, obviously Jimmy Butler posted a video. We don't know if he's necessarily kidding. I'm going to assume he was, but he posted a video saying, he's like, yo, NBA, you got to check in with the box for tampering. I'm just saying, you got to call and look into it. They're tampering because he's a little butthurt that he didn't get Damian Lillard to the Miami Heat. Well, Blame your front office for not trying to get him, all right? I'm just saying. Look, Miami, I'm sure Miami tried to give him an offer that they thought was a fair deal, but Portland's like, we don't want Tyler Hill. We don't want Duncan Robinson. We want this player, this player, and all your draft picks. And I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. So I don't think Miami and Portland were ever on the same page on trying to get a deal done. So that's why I think he's not in Miami. But like I said, it's crazy that he ended up on the Bucs. Like, out of all the teams you could have named and said that he was potentially going to go to, I don't think I would have came up with the Bucs. Like, I don't know. Like, he's not going to the Bucs. No one goes to the Bucs. So, I, you know, it's just one of those things. I didn't think the Bucs would even make that type of deal. So, it, it's it's wild stuff. So, I can't wait for basketball. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the storylines and all this other stuff. So, yeah. All right. That's enough basketball talk. Uh, let's do some football now. All right, here we go. Let's re- let's preview week four of the NFL season. So, obviously, today we'll get Thursday night football, and you will have already have heard me talk about it, recapping all that of the Thursday night game between Detroit and Packers. So, let's just jump right into Sunday's games, obviously, with the Atlanta Falcons going to London to play the Jacksonville Jaguars in their second home in Wembley Stadium in London at 
8.30 Central Time, 9.30 Eastern Time. So, um, as for this game, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are in a bit of a sort of, it's sort of a must-win-ish game for them. Because, like, I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those types of games where I just think that if Jacksonville if Jacksonville is going to go anywhere this season, they got to win this game. Obviously, they're 1-2 coming off a bad loss. Well, not a really a bad loss, but just a tough slash bad loss to the Houston Texans, who a lot of, of us football fans think that they're not going to be, they're not very good, which I don't think they are, but they're a little frisky. They're, they have some, they have some really talented, nice players on there for sure. We all can agree on that with CJ Stroud playing good football right now. We got Will Anderson playing some good football, I think. You know what I mean, you got Tank Dells. I mean, they got some talent. They got some talent, but they're not going to go anywhere crazy. They're not going to win like 11 games, but you know, I think they could probably win like five games, but I'm sure we'll get to the Texans in just a moment when they play Pittsburgh in the later slate. But, you know, um, as for Jacksonville, as for Jacksonville, <laughs> I don't know why I just did that. Okay. For the Jags, they got to play a lot better football. I mean, and obviously it starts with Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence definitely needs to have a type of game where he goes, all right, I'm back. I'm, I found my groove. I can get, Calvin Ridley going. I can get all these other wide receivers touches. We can get the run game going. We can defend well. I think it's just, like I said, it starts with Trevor. If Trevor has a good game, I think Jacksonville wins it. But if he sort of keeps trending in the same direction that he has been, I think Atlanta Atlanta is definitely a live dog in this game, even though Jags are only favored by three and the over-under is 42 or 43. I don't remember. It was 43. Is 43. So the over under is 43. If you're a gambling guy, I would take the under in this game for sure. Not a, not a, not a lot of points are usually scored in London games typically. So plus fans only want to see field goals getting kicked in London because you know they're soccer fans. Sorry, football. They're they're real football fans. They're big on football. They love seeing the ball getting kicked into the goals, and which is worth only three. People, not one, just three. It's worth three points. <laughs> one point if you get the, the PAT. So maybe they get excited about that. They just really like that ball getting kicked around, you know? Who doesn't love seeing that ball getting kicked around? Whoa! Plus, they can probably see some better football being played, you know, because Tottenham's not doing well. And uh, Manu, okay. I'm just... Well, is Manchester pretty close to London? Where is Manchester? Let me look on a map here. I mean, Tottenham for sure. Tottenham is not playing good whatsoever. Football, they're bad. They're bad, bad. Uh, I'm sure all you football heads are really be like Chandler. You really know. You really know your football, don't you? Well, I know a little bit. I'm not the biggest uh, football guy, but I know, I know, I know stuff. Let's see. Let's look at the Premier League standings here or not standings table let's look at the table here oh looky there manchester city my club on top of the world uh let's see then you got tottenham well okay tottenham isn't looking all that bad maybe I, I, i was wrong i was wrong they're currently fourth they're fourth in the table uh let's see who else is sort of near london area where's man U? oh man U's ninth and you got, let's see, anywhere, West Ham, is West Ham, or, I feel like I don't know where any of these teams are really in, in the UK. All right, enough football talk for, for a second, I'm sure people, if you 
then like that, I'm sure you probably skip to 30 seconds and just click skip, 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 skip. All right. Back to the Falcons. As for the Falcons, uh, I, I'm not really sold on Desmond Ritter yet. I think he's got some talent. I think he's going to be a fine backup quarterback in the league, but I don't know if he's necessarily the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. But, um, I mean, they got some talent, obviously. They got Drake London. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Bijan Robinson. They got that Tyler Allarg. Is it Allarg? Eller? I don't know. But they got they got some talent. They got some pieces. Obviously, the defense is okay. They got some pieces like Jesse Bates and all them guys. But I think they got some pieces to compete in this game. That's why I think this line is only three. So I think... I don't know. I don't really necessarily know who I would say who probably wins this game, but I would probably lean towards Jacksonville because I just think they're in a better, they're in sort of a more must win than they are because I think Jacksonville's got more higher expectations than the Falcons do, which, you know, it is what it is. And we don't want to bash the Falcons enough. They already get beat up as it is. At least Falcon fans do. They already get shit on as it is. All right, uh, let's talk to Miami Dolphins. All right, yeah, so I'm going to go, if I had to choose somebody to win before I move on to go to the talk about the Dolphins and Bills, I will say that Jacksonville, Jacksonville wins in a field goal, which would, by a field goal, which would mean it would be a push. So, yeah, all right. Um, we got Bills and Dolphins. The over-under, I believe, was at 54, which means, you know, we're going to score a lot of points, which they both have. You know, after the after the Bills debacle against the Jets on Monday night, or Week One and Monday night against the Jets, they've looked a lot better. They've they've rolled all the teams the past two weeks. The Raiders and the Commanders. I mean, they rolled the Commanders for sure. So Josh Allen's looking a lot better. He's playing a lot of better football. So that's good to see. I mean, the Dolphins are probably. Top two best team in the NFL right now, depending on who you think the best. I think there might be the best just because, I mean, it's not very often where a team drops 70 points on another NFL team. Like we've seen in college a bunch sometimes in the first two weeks where like Oregon or, you know, teams like them play like lesser competitions. They score like 50 or 70 points on them, but like, an NFL team, like they're professional athletes too. Like they open a can of whoop ass on them. So, I mean, the Bills are favored by two, which the game is in Buffalo. So, and I don't think it's going to be okay. What I think it's supposed to be like pretty much like in the 60s. I think I don't know. I didn't really look at the weather, but like I think when I was listening to another pod, they were talking about it and they said like it was supposed to be like pretty decent weather. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, you know, I, I think this would be another like step if the bill if the Dolphins won. I think this would be another step towards to a definitely winning or potentially winning MVP for sure. Because I think I don't know. I might even make I might even take the under this game just because I think just because you think that this might be a high scoring game. But like I think both defense both out there want to prove that they're like we're going to stop that team or the Bills for sure are going to take challenge and trying to slow down that offense, which obviously. It's going to be very hard to do, which, I mean, my goodness, they have every single position is every person on that team's fast, just fast, fast, fast. Like Tyreek Hill, Waddle, the new guy. Hey, Chad. Hey, Chad. Whatever his name is. Oh, my gosh. 
I don't know why I just yawned there, but I did. Um, yeah, they have A Chain, Rashid Morris. They got Morris. They got him, Waddle, Tariq. I don't even know whose tight end is, but I'm sure he's fast. Like, you name it, they're fast dudes. Fast, fast, fast. Fastity, fast, fast. Gosh. He's <laughs> on like two games and I'm already like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I don't know if I even want to preview all these games like that. It would take too much time. Oof da. There's going to be a lot of editing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do uh, Denver Co- or Denver Chicago. Both these teams sting. I'll just take Denver because Chicago stinks, and I just want them to lose so they can get Caleb Williams. So there you go. There's your preview. <laughs> Both these teams just stink. No one wants me to go depths into why Denver is going to win or why Chicago might win. No, 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 no. They don't want to watch. Nobody wants to watch, even though I will have to watch. Just because, you know, what's funny on the, I started flipping to see who we're going to get this week. I was just curious on who we were going to get this week for Sunday. And both the local channels say we're going to get. So Fox was going to show us the boat. So basically both channels, CBS and Fox are going to shove down the the four remaining winless teams down my throat. It's like, oh, great. I get to watch some bad football this Sunday. So, I mean, luckily I have Sunday tickets, so I get to watch something else. But, I, you know... I'm a real football guy. I'm going to watch the bad football. I know it's going to be really bad. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, this is so bad. But you know what? I don't even care. I'll probably watch more of the Vikings game because I think there will be more points scored than there will be in the Denver and Chicago game. So, yeah. All right, you got Baltimore and Cleveland. Obviously, this is a divisional rival game. You got Cleveland. It's coming off a good win against Tennessee, even though Tennessee kind of stinks. Uh, then you got Baltimore coming off a bad loss against the Colts against Gardner Minshew. I think they're going to be wanting to get a get back on track and get get a good or what's the what's the word what's the old phrase I'm looking for a get right game yeah a get right game against Cleveland for sure. I mean Deshaun Watson played a lot better than he did that's for sure. So often like I was sort of saying the recaps I. I think I might have overreacted a bit, but I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things. I think the offense, like the like the passing offense is definitely improved, I think, but it's just, I don't know. Or maybe, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go back into the depths of, the, of, the, of my take about the Ravens offense still not being good, which I think they I, – I, I definitely think I overreacted just a tiny bit. But I think there's still some things they need to improve on for sure. Like Mark Andrews needs to get – in the offense a bit more. Like I understand they actually get, they have, they have, they have actual wide receivers they can throw it to, but like, it's okay to throw it to Mark Andrews and also Mark Andrews catch the ball once in a while. Why don't you? All right. Then you got 10 or you got Cincinnati versus Tennessee. A lot of people are saying that Joe Burrow could potentially sit this one out, which, you know, the whole calf thing, I think a lot of his teammates are like, Hey dude, if you just want to sit out for like a couple of games, we got your back. We'll win these games without you. And Joe Burrow's like, no, nah, I'm a dog. I'm, I'm going to play. So it'll be very interesting to see if he plays or not. But 
you know, I like I said was with Tennessee, they're not good. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna win this game. So I would, I'd be curious to see what the line is on this one. All right, so let's see. Let's find the line here on the uh, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee is only a two and a half underdogs, two point two and a half point underdogs in this game. Oh my gosh, Vegas is begging you to take Cincinnati. What does Vegas know that we don't? What does Vegas know that we don't? Huh? What What do they know? That's interesting. But I think Cleveland was only like a three point favorite, so. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we got to respect Rabel for what he's done. He's a very, very good head coach, but their offense is it's not good. It's just simply not good. Derrick Henry's not get going. I still don't understand why DeAndre Hopkins went to Tennessee. What did he expect was going to happen? High power in offense and winning football? Yeah, okay, bud. But I mean, maybe it's because they don't know if Joe Burrow's going to play. Maybe that's why the line's only at two and a half. I don't know. I'm curious about that. But like, if there's like doesn't I don't know I would almost put it I would have expected it to be like a a four points maybe even but you know again that's why I'm not uh, that's why I don't really set lines because if I set lines for things a lot of I'd be losing money I'd lose a job real quick they'd be like, they'd be like Chandler what are you doing why why'd you set the line at that everybody else set the line at this it's like uh because they stink no 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 <laughs> All right. Um, then we've got the Colts versus Rams. I don't know if Anthony Richardson will play yet. We don't know. I haven't seen any reports on him yet about his uh, potential uh, return. I think he might be able to return against the Rams. And the Rams are for sure need a win here because I think by week five or six, Cooper Cup will be back. So I think if I still think the Rams are a sneaky playoff team i still think so they got some ta- they got some players they got some players obviously they beat seattle so i mean they can't be all bad they can't be that bad and plus they like hung in there with the with the Bengals. so i mean they only lost by three points um i mean for the colts i mean it's just one of those things that you, you just want to keep improving you just want to try and show the fan base that you're in Trending in the right direction, even without Anthony Richardson or some, you know, and you just want to prove that the fan base, the fan base, that he is that guy, which I think he might be. He just might be, but it's so too early to tell. And obviously, he had the concussion, so they got to fix that a bit. They got to make sure he stays healthy and not. It's got it. Oh my gosh! I'm yawning again. Oh my gosh! All right, next game we got the Bucks versus Saints. Uh, Good old fashioned Mike Evans versus oh, who's the guy? Is it CJ Gardner that he always fought with or the Saints or is it somebody else? But I don't think he's, I don't think the person that he usually always fights with is there anymore, which is sad, which is always a great time when Mike Evans was fighting someone on the Saints, which he still might. I don't know. Mike Evans just really doesn't really like the Saints at all. He always gets in a fight with them. I, it's just crazy how he always does that. I think this is a very interesting game. I think this one, let's check the line here. I think this one's even close. Ooh, the Bucks are three and a half point underdogs. Okay, over under is 39 and a half. So they're expecting a low scoring game. Okay. Yeah, I would lean towards Orlando, even though I've, I'm, all, I'm all in on Baker. I still think he's a, he's doing pretty well. I still think so, just because he had a, a rough Monday night. I mean, the Eagles are really good. So what did you all expect? 
All right. Uh, let's see. We got the uh, – and then I think uh, Jameis Winston might also be playing because Derek Carr is hurt and he won't probably play. So it will be a revenge game for Saint for Jameis Winston going up against his old team. You love to see it. You love to see old revenge games. All right. Uh, let's see. Then we've got Commanders versus Eagles. This will be a blowout. I mean, the Commanders aren't who we thought they were. I don't think, plus they're an eight-point underdog. So, I mean, Commanders are, I mean, sure, they might be tough. They might give them a little bit of run. But I think that late, late second half, I think the Eagles will just start cruising and start putting them away. So, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the Washington Commanders defense is actually pretty solid. So, we got to give them props to that. But otherwise, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I still like Sam. I still really hope, he, I still hope that he gets back on track and he plays well. So, if that makes any difference. Um, I mean, let's see. As for the Eagles, you know, they they look like they're sort of trending in the right direction offensively, but they still got some things they probably need to fix. Like Jalen Hurts had a couple turnovers you don't like to see, but, you know, I'm sure they'll fix that. They're still undefeated, so it's not like they're 0-3 and and we're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with the Eagles? No, they just got some bumps. I'm sure they're going to still, you know, they're still trying to find – who they are, you know, they know, they, they, know, they know their identity, but it's like one of those things like they just got – they're not playing their best football right now. Like you got to wait until like week 9 and 10 later on in the season where you're playing some of your best football. You know, it's the old saying. It's like we're not playing our best football right now, but we're winning and we're good, we'll get – every week we're going to improve and we're going to start playing our, some of our better football. So it's just the old saying there. All right, like I said earlier, we've got the winless – Carolina versus the winless Minnesota Vikings, which I will have on my TV because that's one of the local games I will be able to watch. Good for me. Uh, let's see. So, I mean, also, we don't know if Bryce Young is going to play. It doesn't. It sounds like he might. I'm not for sure. I'd have to look that up. You know what? Let's just look up Bryce Young and see if he's going to play or not. So if Gannon Dolan's going to play, then it's going to be – and plus also shout out Adam Phelan for a revenge game. Let's look up Bryce Young. Bryce – did I spell Bryce Young? I don't think I spelled Bryce right. Let's see, Bryce – nope. Bryce Young. Here we go. Let's see if I can get it. All right, ankle feels great, full potential. Okay, let's see. Yep, he was good. So yesterday uh, – Panthers head coach Frank Wright said that Bryce Young is on track to start week four against the Vikings. Okay, you love to see it. You love to see it. But like I said, this is definitely a revenge game for Adam Phelan for getting cut by the Minnesota Vikings and having to go to play for the Carolina Panthers. Revenge game. He's dropping. He's going to get 100. He's going to get like 12 receptions for 115 yards for sure. For sure. He's going to get, he's going to get the ball thrown to him a lot. Uh, we got Pittsburgh versus Houston. I think Houston might be alive. I might, I, I might, I think I like Houston in this game. I don't know what it is, but I think I like him a lot in this game. I don't know what it is. I really don't. Ooh, it's only a two and a half point favorites for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I said, I like I like Houston a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I think they got some they got some dogs. That's for sure. And CJ Stroud's like the only Ohio State quarterback playing well. So it's not like all the other ones are playing great. How many of guys say quarterbacks are in the NFL right now? Justin, CJ, CJ, and you got Wells. No. 
I think those are the only two. Is that the only two? Because everybody else is like, there's so many Buckeyes, but there's only like two Ohio State quarterbacks right now. Because all the other, because like historically, Ohio State quarterbacks are just not good, which is looking like that. But, you know, CJ Strap might be uh, changing that. I don't know. I'm, it's it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. I'm just saying we need to, maybe I'm, I'm going to buy stock into CJ Stroud. All right, we have the Raiders and Chargers. Both these teams aren't that great. Even though the Chargers probably will start turning it around here. Even though I got they got too much talent, but like Brandon Staley's a doofus. He's a doofus. I don't even know. Like if they lose this game, I think within the next like I here's here's a hot take. Brandon Staley, let's see, we're in week four right now. So Brandon Staley will be fired by let's look at the Chargers schedule here. He could be fired by Hmm. Because I got the Raiders this week, next week's Cowboys, and the week after it's the Chiefs. Then they got the Bears so to win the Jets. So let's say by the time, I don't know, if they lose to the Bears, I think he's a gone. Gone. Get him out of here. Oh, my God. They have to play the Bears on Sunday night? Who the fuck did this? Who did this? Who did this? Who's decided to put the Bears and Chargers on a Sunday night game? Good Lord. What are we doing? What are we doing? Who's who thought that was a good idea? Who thought that? Now, sure, preseason and all that offseason stuff biting the hype, but not starting looking at it now. What the fuck are you doing? Who thought that was a good matchup? All right, by the time the bear, if they lose these three, if they lose the next three games, by the time he gets to the Bears, he's a goner. He's a goner. He's a goner if they don't, if they don't win their next three games. That's a hot take. Actually, that's not really much of a hot take because everybody agrees he should be fired. He's not that good of a coach. He's a good defensive coordinator. I think he's got some still – he's a good defensive mind, but, like, obviously the defense isn't working. I don't know. I Maybe the Chargers bought, in, bought all these players when they were, like, potentially going to be good, but they weren't. Like, CJ like Jackson or C – yeah, C – no. JC, JC, not CJ. JC Jackson was like a healthy scratch. He's getting paid a lot of money just to be bad at football. And you got Khalil Mack. I still, is Khalil Mack, is he, is he okay? Like, how many sacks does he have? How's, how many sacks does this man have? Is he doing anything? Austin Eckler, he's hurt. I don't know what his injury status is. And he was, uh, says right here that he wasn't 100% yet, so I think he'll probably still be out for a little bit. Let's look at some stats here. Let's see. Is Khalil Mack doing anything? Khalil Mack. Where's Khalil Mack? He's got still zero sacks, but you know what? He's got nine tackles. Or, yeah. No, he's got six solo and three assist tackles. So a total of nine tackles. Good job, Khalil. Thank God the Bears got rid of his ass before they before it started clean declining. Shoosh. No offense, Khalil. All right. Um, otherwise, like I said, I think Jimmy. I think there's some rumors going around that saying that Devontae Adams might be getting traded. I don't know. It just it's just some rumors. A lot of rumors. Usually, sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. So maybe Devontae might be on the move. But I I don't know. I mean. Maybe they can turn it around. Let's look. You know, let's look at the Raiders' schedule. Let's say they, let's say they beat the Chargers. Let's say they beat the Chargers. Then Monday night they get it, the Packers and they get the Patriots and again again the Bears. Look, if, as long as they beat the Bears, I'll be fine. Everybody's get to beat the Bears. Everybody's gonna beat the Bears. All right, we got 
Oh boy, America's game of the week probably. It's the Dallas Cowboys versus the New England Patriots. It's America's game. It's America's team versus America's most hated both America's hated teams. Both yeah, both America's most hated teams, the Cowboys and Patriots. Cowboys offense looking mid right now after that sort of after they lost the Cardinals looking all that great. They needed to score you know, they needed to capitalize on the red zone, but they didn't. Shocker. I think that was sort of the thing, like, heading in, like, these past couple, like, three weeks. You Like, you would think, like, the Cowboys are dominating, which they were, but, like, they weren't necessarily capitalizing on the re- in the red zone that much. They were kicking a lot of field goals. So, I mean, I feel like they need to do a better job of capitalizing once they get in, inside the red zone. They're like, hey, we got a point. We got to get six instead of three. You know, I'm just saying. And I think the Cardinals, or the Cardinals, what they showed us is that they can be physical. They can show us they can do a lot of things. Wait, the Cardinals want to buy? Where are the Cardinals? Other than the next game. I was like, where are the Cardinals at? <laughs> I was looking at that schedule. I, I didn't see him for a second. All right. I don't know why I did that. All right. Anyway, the Cardinals showed us that if they if you be, if you you be can be physical with the Cowboys, you can win. So I think that's what the Patriots might – or that's sort of the game plan right Play, game plan, I think, is headed into the weekend. Is they got to be physical with the Cowboys. If you're physical with the Cowboys, then they're not going to really be able to score many points. So, as for the Pats side, Mac Jones has got to play good for them to win. Also, the defense will be there to potentially help them. But, like, I don't know. I'm still not only on Mac Jones either. Yet again, that 2021 draft class isn't all looking all that great besides Trevor. But yet, there's still a lot of football to be left. Maybe Trevor, maybe Mac Jones can turn it around. I don't know. I don't know. All right. And here's the Cardinals. So they're going to play the San Francisco 49ers, and the Niners are just going to whoop butt. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm I, buying stock in the Cardinals low-key, but, like, the, the Niners are a wagon, so they're going to probably beat them. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, you know. Uh, so, like I said, the Cardinals have the Niners and Bengals and Rams, and uh, it's mm, those are tough. Those are tough. But this could be a trap game because the following week, the Niners have the Cowboys. So, that may be looking ahead. You can't look ahead against these Cardinals. If you look ahead, they can get you. So, they got to be uh, be aware of these cards. They're going to play tough. They're, gonna play, they're not going to just lay down and play dead. They're going to play tough. So, Niners, you gotta if you're gonna beat these boys, you gotta put them away. You gotta put them away soon. You gotta put them away. I still think the Niners are the better team, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think a lot of Niners fans would probably somewhat agree with me. Like if you let them hang around, you're gonna be in some deep trouble. All right, then the Sunday night game, and yes, yes, more information has come out about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'm sure you guys are a bit tired of it, or you're not. A, not not tired of it at all, which I'm a little bit of both. I'm not tired of it yet, but there's like, all right, what else could we talk about <laughs> besides? So there's another report out saying that she she is expected to go to the Sunday night game in New York, which they'll be playing the Jets. So we might see her get, I don't know, maybe not. I don't know how the uh, sweets things work in the, uh, but life, so maybe we won't be able to see her as much as we did in Kansas City. But I'm sure NBC will try their hardest to find her. We're like, all right, where is she? Where is she? Where? Oh, there she is. There she is. So, yep. Uh, Travis Kelsey went on his podcast and said, you know, uh, 
I was happy she showed up. I was happy that I got the Roxas Stadium in front of her and all the other stuff and, you know, did all those things. And now there's paparazzi outside of his house. You notice that? He's like, yeah, my life's changed a little bit. There's some paparazzi inside my house. And Jason's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, they all sound British. There's like, they're, they're like, drive, drive, drive. Look at me, look at me, look at me. And I, I saw this one tweet from someone saying, Travis Kelsey's spot in Kansas City. He's like, oh, my God, he is? Like, where else would he be? Like, he he's he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Where else would he be? I, I want to see the next, like, on Sunday. It's like, oh, Travis Kelsey spotted in New York. It's like, again, he's playing football in New York. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just love I just love people who just, like, who do those funny tweets. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think they're definitely um, – I definitely think they're seeing each other. I don't know if they're officially like quote unquote boyfriend girlfriend, but I definitely think they're seeing each other. Maybe they're definitely talking. They're definitely like, Hey Travis, or maybe they're definitely talking or texting each other. It's like, what's up girl. What's up? Cause you know, I'm sure that's what people do. I mean, I, it's just one of those crazy stories. You just go, man, shout out Travis, shout out Travis. So, all right. As for the game, enough Taylor talk, enough Taylor talk. <laughs> We get a uh, you want you I wonder can we get a halftime show with Taylor Swift <laughs> that halftime with Taylor coming out? Oh man, that'd be funny. All right, now again, enough Taylor talk, enough Taylor talk. All right, so as for the game, I mean, I think the Jets just gotta have hope that they can potentially beat them. I mean, Travis or not Travis, the Chiefs are looking a lot better. Now, granted, they did play the Bears, and the Bears are horrible defensively. They have no talented players on defense. (laughs) They're all trash, even though I do like a lot of the potentials. But right now, they all stink. Oh, booty cheeks. All right. I mean, it's just like I feel like the Chiefs are definitely like somewhat clicking, but I think it's because, you know, like we saw in week one, without Travis, they didn't get on a roll. And then – we, you know, once he comes back in, they get on a bit of a roll. Like it definitely, like without Travis, they're not good. With Travis, they're really good. So, and maybe it's because Matt Nagy's actually playing good, have a uh, good playing calls. I don't know. We'll have to see about that once the season keeps going on. But you know, for the Jets, I don't know. I mean, you just got to slow down that offense. You just got to play out of your mind. And maybe, hopefully, Zach Wilson just turns it on. He's like, you know what? I should really start playing some really good football. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna not to turn the ball over. I'm gonna make some really good passes. That's what I'm gonna do. And I bet you like nobody was gonna show up to this game until you know the reports were like Taylor Swift coming to the game. And every girl's like, Oh, she's going to the game. Um, they're like to their like significant other, like, hey, can we go to the Jets game? Like, why are we going to the Jets game? Oh, because Taylor's gonna be there. It's like, oh, I see. You just wanna go see Taylor. He's like, oh, yeah, why wouldn't I? Oh, we're also going to watch football, of course. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> All right, but no, uh, I, I definitely think the Chiefs would probably win this game by, like, 10 points at, at minimum. I, 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 I lost hope in Zach Wilson. I was, by, I was hoping that Zach Wilson was going to play well and then that he was going to be, like, better than Aaron Rodgers could ever be. But, you know, now that I – now that we've seen enough football games. And now, granted, it's only been three weeks. And maybe he could turn it around. I don't know. And maybe you got to, 
and you got to blame some of it. You can't really necessarily blame it all on Zach Wilson. I mean, he was supposed to just sit this year. He was just supposed to sit and watch Aaron cook, watch him cook, let him cook, you know, all this other stuff. And then, you know, like literally four plays in, he's getting told, hey, uh, Zach, you're in. He's like, wait, why? What happened? Uh, Aaron's down. Why is Aaron down? What happened? <laughs> so he just got thrust back into the starting lineup again. So. It's sort of a mess in Jets land, so they just got to let him just let it rip and hopefully just let him have fun. You know, just, just, just have fun, Zach. Just have fun. You know, Taylor's in the building. Maybe if you play really well, maybe you should be like, you know what? Maybe that's Zach that guy. He's a lot cooler than Travis Kelsey. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, Zach, if you play really well, you might uh, persuade Taylor to date you. <laughs> All right. That's week four previews. I don't know how much preview and I did, but I talked about almost every game for you guys. So I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody listening to today's episode. If you like the episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all whatever platform you listen to it on. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow me on Twitter or not Twitter. I'm at X. X slash Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, X. Follow us on TikTok, X, Facebook, and YouTube, all the social media platforms except Instagram. We are not on Instagram or Thread. We have not done Thread. Yeah, because I just assumed that Thread was going to probably die, which it hasn't. So, proud out, shout out Thread. All right. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I mean, trying to think what other things is there to talk about i don't think there is anything else so like i said make sure you subscribe to all the things subscribe 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 like and subscribe and i will see you guys on monday or no tuesday i don't know it's tuesday yes i will see you guys tuesday because yeah tuesday 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 i will see you guys tuesday